Hello, welcome to another single H show. Informational. And please deal with the fan sound in the background. It is currently 97 degrees outside. Did out of nowhere, did the microphone become very sensitive? Why do you wish for I don't know. But it, it's the hot feeling. Uh-huh. season where we live so please it's pretty warm it's 97 degrees yeah and we have to have the air on yeah while we're doing this so i'm really sorry if that if that does impede on our recording we'll just have to speak up louder <laughs> yeah whisper yeah pretty you so so there's something i would very much like to talk about after i do the introduction after you do the introductions Welcome to the Chingle 8 Show. Yes. My name is the Chingle of 8. Your name is... Michael Davis. You're, I thought you said your name. Well... This is a Chingle 8 Show, but this is... Your name is... Hunter David. So... You don't even know how to say your name unless I ask you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I have to do the intro. No. Welcome to the Single H Show. Because I usually immediately bounce it to you. Yeah, but you didn't. And we sat there in silence. Everybody okay. could hear the air conditioning <laughs> when there was so much silence. So let's yeah. do it one more time. And you got to bounce it. you got to hit it. Welcome to another Single H Show. Your name is... Michael Davis. Your name is... Hunter Davis. Now I'm confused because you didn't say single H. My brain was waiting for you to say single H again. You have ruined my existence. You monkey head freak. Okay, what did you want to talk about? There's something that I did want to talk about. And to talk about it, I got to talk about something that's a little hard for our family. It's a little hard. And actually, both of these topics are a little bit hard. Yeah. We kind of have, within our family, a moratorium on eating at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. We, we have a moratorium on it. Historically, they have had a history of funding groups that promote com- conversion therapy, promote anti-LGTB things. So we've kind of had this moratorium in our family from eating at Chick-fil-A. And I have been very, very good at it, especially since that you came out. Yeah. Until I was in Richmond, Virginia in the hospital with Grandpa, and the only food that I could have was Chick-fil-A. But here's here's why I want to talk about that. The the hospital that we were at in Richmond, Virginia, has a Chick-fil-A in it. And it's like, okay, well, this if I'm going to eat and still be here with Grandpa, I'm gonna have, i got to have Chick-fil-A. I've, I've got no choice. So yeah. I went into Chick-fil-A, and what did I find? I, I, I think I told you, but I'm going to tell you what I found as if I did. Yeah. My cashier's name was a masculine name. I, 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 we, we can't, there's no way I can get in touch with him to get permission to use his name. So I'm going to yeah. say person with a masculine name yeah but in his name tag it said he him yep and i was like this is cool yeah because one 
I'm in Chick-fil-A that stereotypically, I got to use some modifiers, stereotypically has been accused of anti-LGTBQ stuff. Yeah. Now, if you also look at the lineage of Chick-fil-A, they also step out huge and do really big, huge outreach projects like when Texas was snowed over and people didn't have power, Chick-fil-A was giving out free food. Uh, long traffic lines of broken down cars trying to leave um, um, Louisiana because of flooding. Chick-fil-A's out there handing out food. So, they do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But the one thing that documented thing, documented thing that exists within the corporation of Chick-fil-A is anti-LGTB stuff. But here I am in a Chick-fil-A and my man has masculine name and the pronouns he, him on his thing. Only person, only person in the whole place that had it. Okay. So which kind of made me lead. Okay. So why is it important that you have your pronouns on there? Didn't ask him. What I did say was I need to tell you, it makes me very happy to see your name and your pronouns. I have a transgendered child. And it's cool to see that on your name tag here at Chick-fil-A. Yep. Because I'm going to tell someone, people about me on Zoom. I put it on my thing. I put my pronouns on the display. Yes. On when you're on Zoom. Because I don't want anyone to accidentally hurt me if they don't see or know my pronouns. Yes. They're like right there for him. And that becomes a very, very extraordinarily respectful way to ask, to display to another person how to be respectful to you. Yep. Uh, uh, Can you agree with that statement? Agreed. Yes. I think like it almost, if you support, I think if some corporation to show support in a small way. Uh huh. But. Add their workers, their pronouns, uh-huh. and put them on their name tag for them. Yes. Because it's so respect for everybody. It feels... It makes sense to... I shouldn't say feels. It makes sense to do that and make sure everybody feels accepted. We're getting into the plane of acceptance. Slowly yeah. but surely. We've definitely like entered it though. Yes. Can we have the pride flag? We have groups at school helping out. We may not have non binary bathrooms yet at school for in other places for those types of people. Alright, so you just said something there. I don't know. I don't know what a non binary bathroom is, so it, explain that to me. A you. bathroom for both genders. Both gender can use it. Alright, so would that be a communal bathroom or would that be a single sitter? Uh, how how do you make a non-binary bathroom? This is new to me. I have not heard this phrasing. That's what this podcast is about. Helping me learn, right? It should be mixed. So, is it communal? Is there like stalls and doors in a non-binary bathroom that multiple people are in there? Or is it a single sitter? Is it like... A, 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 just like a single... A, a family bathroom? Like a family bathroom. 
No. I think goes into being more welcoming is so because I'm afraid going into my bathroom at school because of the gender posted on them. Okay. So Can that make I me- either need you to answer this question or say let's don't talk about that. Okay. What bathroom do you go into? I I gave you an out. You use it if you want to. Or answer I, the question. I try I mm, I don't know how I answer that. I use the bathroom in the locker room I go into. Okay. That is the only one I could you welcoming. Don't, you, okay, so I the answer them. you're trying to say is you are uncomfortable going to the bathroom so you don't go to the bathroom. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Because that's yeah. huge. I that's go like in, a huge thing. I go into the bathroom in the locker room I go into during court period if I absolutely need it in that moment. Okay. And what is it about that bathroom that makes it include that makes it comfortable for you going there. What is it about that bathroom? Because it's open. It feels like it's for everyone. So there's no doors or stalls. You just sit there in front of everybody and take a piss. No. What? So I don't understand what you're saying, so say it. Because it's open. Because you go into the locker room and there's not even a door to, like, the main bathroom. It's, like, in there and then there's stalls with doors on them. Okay. Can I share with you? Yeah. That would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I so how is I need you to? But when you say non-binary bathroom, I actually thought that you were going to talk about a family bathroom, a bathroom that has one toilet and one one urinal in it, and you go in there, you shut the door, and you lock it. That would have been my mind of a non-binary bathroom. But what I hear you saying, and I need I, I need you to explain this to me because I'm really confused. I'm not a the- non. The, you go to a bathroom that doesn't have a door to it, and it's full of stalls. It's the one in the locker room. But they have school. doors on the stalls. Yes. Okay. I'm not going to tell anyone what locker room well, I no, go that, into. That's, you don't have to, and I told you to not if yeah. you didn't want to. But, I don't know, like a communal bathroom that doesn't have any doors? That no, would make no. me feel really uncomfortable. No, so there would be a door and there would be stalls. But then there would also be like the stalls for men on it. Like it's... So it would be a men's bathroom. <laughs> it would have urinals and it would have stalls with doors on it. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there would be, but there would be more stalls. Because... I don't find that real inclusive, though. Do, do bathrooms like this exist, or is this something that you're creating? I'm... This is how I envision that bathroom should be like. Okay, be so... welcoming and not for other Let people. me give you another vision. Yeah. Alright, so this is not something that exists. This is something that you're creating. Yeah. Let me give you a counter-proposal. All right, so you you go into the into the men's restroom at the movie theater, 
and there is two rows of stalls with all doors on it. And so what I envision you saying, I would like to modify a little bit. Yeah. That instead of having that space where the urinals are, yeah. it would be more stalls with doors. So you go into this room, and it's all stalls with doors. That's what I would see as a non-binary bathroom. Would yeah. you agree with that? Yeah, to like a regular girl's bathroom. Is that how a girl's bathroom is? Because yes. I've never been in there. Yeah. So, yes, I guess that's what I'm saying. It would be more like a girl's bathroom than a men's bathroom. Yeah. All right. So, do is there is there a such thing as a non-binary bathroom? I think it's like that's the family one. It would. So that would be the family bathroom. Yeah. So there's not some place in in Southern California, home of the radical liberals. Yeah. That is a bathroom like that. That um, a guy and a girl and. Grandma Janie all go into and they go into their own stall and they wash their hands on the way out. Please wash your hands on the way out. Yes, please. Yes. I'm, I do, do not does know. Does the place... Alright, so to your knowledge, this place doesn't exist. This is what you're creating. Yes. Okay. I... So, again, the point of this podcast is I'm not woke. Yeah. Okay, but I'm trying to learn. Yeah. I would have some concerns about a bathroom like that. And it would be a concern for me that would revolve around sexual predators. Yeah. Okay, which is why, and I, I just need to weigh it out. And you know this, you know it. I am down with with transgender identity, and I am I completely understand respect with pronouns and I understand from living with you that you you present masculine to me I don't see I see a little boy when I look at you yep okay but I've always had a problem with the bathroom because and it's not it's not out of disrespect to a person's journey and knowing their gender identity it's there is some messed up motherfuckers, pred, sexual predators that would use that at, to their advantage. That's the only reason I've ever had a problem with the bathroom thing. Yeah. All right. So. So. And that's the same reason why I'm afraid of regular bathrooms. So. Yeah. Because yeah. boys are stupid and will sometimes go into the wrong bathroom. On purpose. So, so. you already have a problem yeah. with what I'm worried about. Yeah. Uh, let's just lay it out on the table. You already have a problem with what I worry about because yeah. s- stupid ass boys go into the girls' bathroom t- to pretty much be douchebags. Yep. This is the single eight show. It's parts of unknown rules on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So some podcasts are parts of unknown rules. Like topics are trying our best to keep it ad family friendly as possible. Yeah. For younger kids to listen to. Yeah, but that's that was never the goal for single eight show. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That's what if you want like topic, go over to the. All right, we're already pulling really far away from yeah. what we're talking about. So, I almost like your proposal 
of a non-binary bathroom. Okay, all right, so I'm like even more confused. So I need you to help me. This is yeah. you teaching me. I'm not woke. So you need to teach me. Yeah, I need to teach you what the term non-binary is. You need to teach me what the word non-binary means. Please. So, non-binary is feeling relatable to both genders. Okay. Like, so you're not too masculine, not too, you don't see yourself in that not so feminine or not so masculine. Like a boy. Alright, so know? a non-binary bathroom would not be female or male. It would just be a bathroom. Yeah. So like a family bathroom that yeah. has both a urinal and and a chair, yeah. a toilet, it, that's what it would be. It would be a family bathroom. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, that yeah. I'm down with because anybody can go in there and lock the door behind them. Yep. Yeah. And we can even say, like, put doors where the urinals are. And put, like, a little little sign right before the urinal. That's a urinals. Well. The little, like, standing one. If a, if a person can go in there and lock the door behind them, yeah. they're going to be in there by themselves. Okay. So we don't have to have the extra sauce. Okay. Okay. But, alright, so now I'm getting it. But now, so now let's go back to something else you said because this really concerns me. Yeah. You don't feel comfortable to go to the bathroom at school. Not at all. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a place I'll get made fun of and I don't, either one I go into, it doesn't feel safe in a way. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Bear with my phrasing. Okay. okay. Bear with it. Your body presents female. Yep. Your body presents female. So why would it be hard for you to go in a female bathroom? Be- why do you feel unsafe from female people in there? Because going into there will make me super uncomfortable and feel like I'm setting inside a part of myself for a little bit of time. I know I cannot do. So it's not worth taking a piss to go to the female bathroom for a minute. I'm not woke. (laughs) Yeah. Okay? Okay, but that's... So it's not so much you're worried about the other people who present and identify as female making fun of you. It is that by going in there, you are not living wholly in your identity. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. You already said you wouldn't say what what locker room you, went, you go into. Well, I'll say it. If what locker room are you going to? I go into the girls. Alright, so why are you comfortable using... I'm not comfortable so, at all. But that's just where that you feel like you can... I'm you're, not what I feel. You're still not comfortable. Yeah, it's not like I feel like I could. Yeah. Not even at the start of the year because they didn't know. No one knew. Yeah. So, like, it took me a second and throughout, like, throughout, like, the first three months 
I slowly came out to each of my t-shirts. Uh-huh. And I and it slowly came out the name that I'm going by and changing yeah. it in the pronouns I prefer. Yeah. But I can tell you the first teacher I came out to was the one that was an open supporter of LGBTQ. Who one as a, a leader of the GSA program. Yep. Yeah. First one I came out to about it out, I'm pretty sure. So we we have a common friend who's an adult who is going through uh what is it called? Conversion? Transitioning. It's not conversion. Tra- transitioning. It's not the right word to call it conversion. Uh, the right word is transitioning. The certain thing called conversion therapy. Okay. So it's transitioning. Again. Yeah. What am I? I'll tell you what I'm not. I'm not woke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So transitioning. Yeah. So we have we have a common friend that is in the process of transition. Yep. And and you we all spoke with him. Yep. And he shared that there are through the school district concessions that they have to make for you. Because yep. right now I'm really bothered that you can't take a piss in school. You know? Yeah. So do I do you need me to talk to somebody about that so that you can go to the bathroom while you're at school? No, it's fine. That's why I go to the bathroom immediately when we get home. Well yeah, but that's not healthy. And we've already experienced issues with your body from not going to the restroom properly. Yep. In your lifetime. In your lifetime. So I did, that really bothers me, and I want us. To, we don't have to do it on the podcast, but I want us to talk some more about this. Yeah. Because you need to be able to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. But I, can I share with you, even for me, even for me being what cisgendered is that the word that yeah. Ricky taught me cisgendered? Yeah. That I would not go to the bathroom at school. Like if I had to go sit down. I had I I prayed to the sweet Lord above that I could make it home. Yeah. And throughout a lot of years of my life, definitely throughout high school, I went to the bathroom as much as I could before school, and then I went after school, and that was that was without even dealing with the whole transgender gender identity stuff. Yeah, you know, so I kind of know it, but I also know that at the end of the day, there was times I couldn't wait and I went. Yeah, but I don't. It makes me really concerned for you that you emotionally can't. You, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're the one thing I didn't do and at the funeral home and go to the bathroom. That's the one thing I didn't do. Other than the big thing. Which I'm not going to say as loud. Yeah, so a lot of our family yeah. did. But, but yes. 
Alright, now, we can Because that's in public places, it scared me to... Go to the bathroom? Yep. Man, that's, that's freaking hard, buddy. I, I'm sorry. And one of my friends are the same way. Like, we both let go, okay? Let me to get for the day. Yes. Yes. All right. So, can we talk about a cultural thing instead of a yes. LGTV identity thing? Yes, yes, we can. Let's talk about. Let's talk about what you just said you didn't do. In the South, they have this thing called viewings, and a viewing is when you have a family member who has passed away, and they have their casket out and open, and you get to see your family member and your friend for the last time. And they don't really do that here in California. I can't think of one funeral that I have done as a pastor in California that's even had a casket at it. Yeah. Most of most people most people in California are um, cremated. I couldn't think of yeah. the word cremated. But that was different for you and Ricky. You have never been to a viewing. Yep. Yeah. Did Grammy like cremated? Gra- Grammy was cremated. Your great grandma was cremated. I I can't think of other people who have passed away in your lifetime. Um, because all of my grandma. Well, no. Did you guys go back for my grandma's funeral? I, th- I don't think you guys went back for my grandma's funeral. I don't think that you guys went back for my was, Uncle Jeff's funeral. Was I alive? You were. You met my mom's mom. You were alive. You, you met her. But I don't think that we took you back for her funeral. I don't think we did that. Or we... Did we? But you, anyway, you you would have been so young you didn't remember it. And so that, that's really something that they don't do in California. And I, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Because for my dad, it was good for me to have that. Yeah. To be able to have that moment in there with Grandma. And just to be with my dad and to see him one last time and to give him a kiss on the forehead. But for me, I'm glad that the last Skype call was your last interaction. Yeah. That he was very responsive and tried. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, that's another thing. That, that's what you said you didn't do, and I did want to talk about it a little bit, because that's more, that's very much a cultural thing. I don't. I have not seen an open casting in, in, in California. Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise me, though, for yeah. how many military races we have. There's a lot of people in California. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that was... A great uh, single that age. That was a great single age show. And there's some more stuff that we need to talk to not online. Yeah. Because I want you to be comfortable at school. But here's why we do this podcast. There's other kids that feel the way you do. Yeah. And then hopefully they'll hear how you're dealing with it. And how we'll deal with it. 
That might be a conversation I, that I asked to talk to your GSA rep about. Yeah. To see, hey, I need my kid to feel like they take a piss. So, yeah. um, but but you're, gang, you're not alone. Parents, you're not alone. I, if, if you don't understand what's going on, I don't either. But we're all trying together. Yep. And if you don't understand most of the words you you hear after kid, they they probably know most of them, if not all of them. Even though there's a whole lot of letters, that's why there is a plus. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right, that's the single eight show for this week. Your name is Michael Davis. Your name is Hunter Davis. Have a week. Woo!